0: Hey, y'all, thank you so much for joining us today on Origin Gates Daily Podcast. This is Wisdom's Echo, and my name is Parker Thomaston. As always, it is such an honor and privilege to be able to share my heart with you. And today I want to talk to you about the process of searching out. So, this is going to start off in Psalm chapter 139. Um, The first three verses of this chapter are very significant. It says, "O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thoughts afar off, and you comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. If we skip down to verses 23 and 24, This is really what I want to get into. It says, Search me, O Yahweh, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties, and see if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way of the everlasting. So I want to pose a question to you. If Yahweh has already searched and He knows you, He knows your thoughts, your ways, everything that is possibly known, then why would we ask Him to search us again? Well, it's, this is the, the meat of what I want to jump into. Let's look at this word, search. So in the Hebrew, it is a word called kahar. Call car, excuse me, Uh, there's a Q in there. Um, This word traditionally means to investigate an area of influence, but it's made up of ket, kuf, and resh. So ket has to do with the wall or the boundary of what we allow to identify a territory. Now this is extremely important because you you either have an opportunity to gain ground or forfeit what was designed for you when we look at boundaries and property lines. Kuf represents the sun on the horizon, and it has an interesting relationship with time. And Resh represents the head, the beginning, or the top. And so what we see is that although Yahweh has already searched, there is also an extended invitation given for Him to search us again. So what I find the most important about this verse is that there is something very important about progression Now, Winston Churchill has a million quotes. Um, A a lot of them are very significant. But once he said this about change, he said, to improve is to change, but to be perfect is to change often. And now I have always had... um, kind of a a skewed perspective of what perfection is. I've I've always believed that it was something that um, we hope to be possible, um, but generally use as the measuring point or the finish line um, of of perfection. And I, I have found that Yahweh desires and has also created an opportunity for us to be perfect. But I think that that means that we have to change. And this is not transforming into something that we're not. I think it that change really has to do with stripping away um, the things that are contrary to Yahweh's Word over our life. So what is projected outside of us is done through a lens of what remains within. Now, who is, is searched? Well, you and I must take ownership of this. This is, is not about the path that our neighbor is moving towards. It's not about what our friends and family members are doing. This is about you and walking in the fullness of what Yahweh is revealing to us. And so what is within? Well, well, there's a different approach here because I'm not talking about self-examination. I I want to encourage you today um, to allow ourselves to evaluate areas of influence that we allow to affect our behavior because I believe that the answer is to set ourselves to desire the heart of Yahweh. And as we honor Him, He will reveal the next step and lead us in the way of the everlasting. So this progress to perfection is is not an unattainable um, finish line or point um, that that we can hopefully get to. I believe this perfection is us truly being seated in a position of rest that is aligned with the words that Yahweh has spoken over our lives. So everything that is contrary to that word has no right to remain um, within us, within our thoughts, within our heart, within our actions. Um, This truly is what righteousness looks like. So, so again, in Psalm 139 verses 23 and 24, um, it says this, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me. Lead me in the way of the everlasting. So why is it so important that we grant permission to be searched? Because I, I'm finding out that much of my frustrations are simply a result of something that I have allowed to remain within me, like who could have known that ignoring a problem really doesn't make it go away. And as mature sons and daughters, I believe our responsibility is is not to just disregard these issues, but rather to face them um, with the authority that Yahweh has given us to govern our heart and our mind and deal with them honestly. So I mentioned the quote from Winston Churchill uh, just a minute ago, and it says, to improve is to change, to be perfect is to change often. So there's another challenge, Translation of Psalm 139 that I want to read to you. It says, "God, I invite Your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. Put me to the test and sift through all of my anxious cares. See if there is any path of pain that I'm walking on, and lead me back to Your glorious everlasting way, the path that brings me back to You." This is is such a big deal, but because this way of the everlasting is is what glory really means. This is this is functioning from the position of our original intention. This is, is being seated in a place of rest to where we don't have to, to fight and struggle with all of these issues that we've tried to overcome, but we submit ourselves to the intention that Yahweh had when you and I were created. Now, I do want to jump into some commentary and share this with you because it blessed me. Um, Charles Spurgeon has some commentary here in the Psalms that I love to reference uh, when I'm studying and I came across this in verses 23 twenty four, He said this about verse 23, which is, Search me, O God, and know my heart. It said that David is no accomplice with traitors. So he had disowned them in, in set form and now appeals to God that he does not harbor a trace of fellowship with them. He will have Yahweh search him and search him thoroughly till every point of his being is known, read, and understood. For he is sure that even by such investigation, Investigation, there will be found in him no complicity with wicked men. He challenges the fullest investigation, the innermost search, that he had, had need to be a true man who can put himself deliberately into such a crucible path. So yet we may each one desire such searching, for it would be a terrible calamity to us for sin to remain in our hearts unknown and undiscovered. Try me now and know my thoughts, exercise any and every test upon me. By fire and water let me be examined. Read not alone the desires of my heart, but the fugitive thoughts of my head. Know with all penetrating knowledge, all that is or has been in the chambers of my mind, what a mercy that there is one being who can know us to perfection. He is intimately at home with us, and He is graciously inclined to Towards us and is willing to bend his omniscience to serve the end of our sanctification. Let us pray as David did, and let us be as honest as he. We cannot hide our sin because salvation lies in the way, in a plain old discovery, in effectual, effectual severance from it. And he says this about verse twenty-four. Whether there be any in my heart, in my life, any evil evil habit unknown to myself, um, if there be any way, take it from me. No matter how dear the wrong may have become, nor how deeply prejudiced I may have been in its favor, be pleased to deliver me from there, from altogether, effectually and at once, that I may tolerate nothing that is contrary to your mind. I want to stop here, um, that you would tolerate nothing contrary to your mind One of the biggest things I think that we can take away from progress to perfection is simply the fact that we are able to see ourselves the way the Father sees us and and that we would not entertain any thought that is contrary to His Word, any identification that is contrary to His Word. What the Father says and, and speaks and declares over us is what He intended for us to walk in the fullness of. And I believe that through that we have an opportunity um, to be able to be perfected and see ourselves the way the Father sees us. And so I want to encourage you to stop measuring things. Stop measuring your progress. Stop measuring um, how well you're doing, whether you're able to check off the boxes or not, and, and be able to allow yourself to be at rest that who you are and who you have been created to be is enough. That is the heart of the Father um, for you. And so we would no longer tolerate anything contrary to the mind of Christ. As I hate the wicked in their way, so would I hate every wicked way in myself. Excuse me, and lead me in the way of the everlasting. If Thou has introduced me already to the good old way, be pleased to keep me in it and conduct me further and further along it. It is a way which Thou has set up of old, and it is based upon everlasting principles. This is the way in which immortal spirits will gladly run forever and ever. There will be no end to it with to it world without end it lasts forever and they who are in it last forever this this everlasting path is is different there's a difference between eternal and everlasting and i, th- I think you may know that but the everlasting is without end. There will be no end to it, world without end. It lasts forever, and they who are in it last forever. Conduct me to it, O Lord, and conduct me throughout the whole length of it. By thy providence, by thy word, by thy grace, and by thy spirit, lead me evermore. When we begin to allow ourselves to be free from the efforts of what you and I are capable of manufacturing, I believe that is when the grace is placed upon our lives for us to receive the fullness and the promises that Yahweh has prepared for you and I to be able to encounter and to experience. And I'm telling you that there is a freedom um, that is associated with this path uh, because there, in that freedom, there is also a confidence that accompanies that that allows us to see ourselves for who we really are. And if, if you and I can, can recognize the power that we carry and the authority and, and see ourselves the way that Yahweh sees us and desires for us to be seen, then I believe that we carry ourselves differently to a higher degree and are capable of establishing everything that He desires for us to establish and, and to, to make tangible here on earth the way that it is in heaven. And so family, I hope this has encouraged you today. It all begins with an invitation to search. And this search is not a um it's not a safety checklist. It's not something that we need to go through and and find out these areas where we're doing good and these areas we need to tidy up a little bit. It is that we become more and more conscious of who Yahweh is and who Yahweh is in us. And I believe a secondary consequence of that is going to be that we see sons and daughters functioning in the fullness of who Yahweh intended for us to be. And so I hope this message has encouraged you today. Uh, We appreciate your faithfulness and willingness to 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 join with us and and venture here um, with Wisdom's Echo. We look forward to the next time we have together, and I hope you have an incredible day. Thanks so much.